Welcome to Roscoe Squeeze Off, the podcast. It's your boy Roscoe Squeeze Off, world's foremost authority on all things that matter. And I am Roscoe Squeeze Off of the Show and the Go podcast, but when I do sports, I do my own thing. So let me jump right into it. Uh, The Baltimore Ravens are going to be playing the Cincinnati Bengals this up and coming Sunday and just doing a little keys to victory for the Ravens here. Well, first of all, today is Wednesday and the Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson did not practice today. Uh, They held him out precautionary because of the knee. Uh, so they claim. I think it's just a just a day of rest for the guy. Uh, I don't believe anything's wrong there, so no need to worry about that. Ravens are heavily favorited. <clears throat> Started off at 13 and a half point favorites. I believe it dwindled down. I see here to 12 points. Um, for whatever reason that is, but it dwindled down a point and a half to 12 points. Over and under is 51.5 points, which I would definitely go over. Now, to me, this is a week where the Ravens have to, if you saw my first quarter of the season breakdown, this is a week This is a week where they need to put that to work. So, <clears throat> as far as we need to get back to the running game and, and, and make it effective like 2019 effective, not like so far this year effective. Um, so far this year, let me, let me see exactly what we have here. Uh, the Ravens rushing game this year, is only averaging 160 yards per game rushing. Last year, we were around 205, I believe that was. Um, we need to get it back up. And this is the team to do it against. This is a team to, especially, let's just say something really was wrong with his knee. I don't believe anything is wrong with Lamar's knee. But this is a week to go ahead and really press the issue with the running game, with uh, establishing time of possession. Um the Bengals have played four games this year just like us. Uh, they played the Chargers, who had 155 yards rushing against them. They played the Browns, who had 215, which the Browns is a very good rushing team. They played the Eagles, who had 175 yards rushing against them. And then they played the Jaguars last week, who only had 89 yards rushing uh, because they were behind pretty much the whole game. Um, <clears throat> here's the key to the game. We got to get out in front, as usual. Uh... We've only had one blown lead, and it was a lead of six points uh, since Lamar has been our quarterback, and that was to Kansas City back in uh, 2019, September of 2019. That's the only game that we had a lead and we lost. We had a six-point lead, and we actually lost the game. So, obviously, any game the Ravens play, if you get a lead, it's a good chance you're going to win. Um, Now, the good thing about it, if we do get behind, only two times – in the history of Lamar Jackson being our quarterback, have we come back? Both times was from seven points down. One was last year against the 49ers, where they scored first, and then we came back to win that game. And that was a seven-point, uh, seven-point under. We were some down seven points. And then the other time was against the Bengals. Was was last year we were down seven points. We came back to win. So we've only done that twice in Lamar Jackson's history. Usually, if we go down, as we saw in the last two playoff series, uh, season, the last two years in the playoffs, we struggled there. So the goal is to get ahead, as in any game for us. Now, what I've noticed is our running game hasn't been bad, 160 yards per game average. Um, but as far as the run breakdown, right now we've been giving the lion's share of our carries to, to uh, Mark Ingram. Ingram. Ingram has 34 carries for 148 yards, averaging 4.4 yards per carry. 
Now, Lamar actually has the most, but that's because he has the ball in his hand, touches the ball every play for the most part. He has 39 rushes for 235 yards at a six-yard uh, average per, per run. Edwards, 27 carries, 167 yards, 6.2 yards per carry. And Dobbins, 15 carries for 92 yards for 6.1. So everybody's averaging six or more. Uh, Jackson, Dobbins, and Edwards. Ingram's averaging 4.4, which 4.4 in the league is still a very good number. We may want to start funneling a few more carries Edwards and Dobbins' way if they're going to be making six yards per carry on a regular basis. And I believe Justin Hill practiced perfectly fine this week. I don't know if he's going to get in or he's going to stay probably off. He probably will stay off for a little while longer because they already got three backs. I would like to see Justice Hill get back in there because towards the end of the last season, he started to make some real good improvements with his speed and his shiftiness. And I just think he's a big play waiting to happen once he gets his rhythm going. So, But maybe Dobbins can fulfill that with a little bit more power, so we'll see. But Dobbins, uh, Edwards, a few more carries, uh, a little less carries for Jackson, hopefully, even though he's, like I said, a big play waiting to happen, 50-yard run just last week. But I want to keep the man healthy. <clears throat> um, also, defensively here, Joe Burrow, you may say Joe Burrow has put up 1,121 yards. So that may look like a lot for games, 116 completions out of 177 attempts, but he's been behind in most of his games. So he's just chucking the ball up there. Um, they run the ball fairly decent to, for the amount of carries they had, uh, that they've had. Uh, Joe Mixon's had 77 carries for 100, 315 yards. That's 4.1 yards per attempt. Giovanni Bernard, but surprisingly, he's only had four carries for 29 yards, but that's 7.3 yards per carry. So Joe Mixon is the lion's share of what they do, but if we do what we're supposed to do, they'll be behind. They'll abandon the run, which they pretty much all have to do, and they'll mix in the run here and there, but they won't be able to consistently stick to the run like they did last week when they were ahead on the Jaguars. Passing the ball, <clears throat> Joe Burrow's chucking it up there. His main target is Tyler Boyd, who's got 28 catches for 320 yards, averaging 11.4 yards per reception, which is surprising. you think A.J. Green would have been his main man, for some reason, it hasn't all the way clicked there. I don't know if A.J. Green's not where he's supposed to be. I haven't watched a ton of that. I mean, I've seen, you know, the red zone clips of that game. I haven't watched that game from end to end. Um, but he has 14 receptions for 119 yards, which is 8.5 yards per reception, which is A.J. Green has put up, you know, six yards, six catches for 120, 30 yards against us. He's always been a, a nemesis to the Ravens, but he doesn't seem to be... Joe, uh, Joe Burrow's favorite guy, or maybe he's just he's losing a step, you know, with all the injuries over the years. Joe Mixon has been great out the backfield. Actually, Giovanni and uh, uh, Joe Mixon account for 25 catches total, 13 for, for Joe Mixon, and uh, 12 for Gio, uh, Giovanni out of the backfield. So we got to watch that come out of the backfield. You know, the Ravens are always susceptible to the screen. You know, any misdirection with a screen, Ravens are susceptible because we're such an attacking uh, defense. Now, here's the great thing is they've given up 15 sacks so far in four games, which is great. Great on our part. They average, they're giving up three to four sacks, well, actually almost four sacks per game. Now, what we got to do is get pressure on them, and hopefully we can get pressure without having to blitz. And if we had to bring the blitz, bring the blitz. This year, I see the Ravens haven't really gotten much pressure on quarterbacks when they rush four or less, which was the calling call for the Ravens over a number of years You know, in our, in our defensive history. We could get a lot of pressure with just our front four, especially all the years with uh, T. Sizzle here. Right now, we're struggling to do that. It seems like we got to bring pressure, but if you get a good quarterback like a, like a Mahomes, 
they can torture you when you bring pressure if you don't get it there in time or if they make a guy miss. But right now, I think we're, we're good there. Time of possession. They have a, the Cincinnati Bengals have a time of possession of 32.4, I mean, 32 minutes, 14 seconds. Now, that's because they're behind a lot. They've given them points early. They've had to have the ball to try to sustain drives and get down the field, go for them fourth down, things of that nature. Plus, they did have the one overtime game. So that's going to skew it as well. Out, we're averaging 30, 30 minutes and like eight seconds, something to that effect. We got to increase that this game. This is that game where we run the ball. We consistently run the ball. Uh, we make an attempt to, 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 to have time of possession. We need to, what I talked about in my keys to the Ravens going forward after the first quarter of the season, if you listen to that, is the same thing we need to do in this game. With a team that we should be able to do it against, we should be going ahead this week and getting 30 to 40 carries. And we should do that start off early. Let's impose our will on them early. Um, what I wonder sometimes when we don't do this is how much does David Cully, and for those of you who don't know, David Cully is the Ravens assistant head coach slash pass coordinator slash wide receivers coach. Because uh, Greg Roman is our offensive coordinator and our rushing coordinator, who's everywhere he's went has had a great rushing attack, which I think he, off the top of my head, he was in Buffalo. He was also in San Francisco. And those teams had great or very good rushing attacks under under. Greg Roman, and we had a great rushing attack just last, you know, the last two years. So I don't know where this, you know, run the ball, get down the field, or move the ball very well, not being stopped, and then switch up to a non-running back backfield. So it's just Lamar back there, nobody in the backfield with him. Like I said in the in my previous podcast with the first quarter of the season, we should always do play action pass when we pass. There should always be, even if we don't do play action pass, there should always be a running back in the backfield when we go to pass just to make them think it's a chance of a run. If we impose our will with the run, and this is the perfect week to do it with a team that is susceptible to giving up the run, and we are still one of the best teams in the league at the run, if not the best team in the league at the run, if we run the ball effectively this week, every time we pass, if we do play action pass, we should have wide open guys. The goal should be able to create space in our passing game with the use of our strong running game. So David Cully, you and Greg Roman got to get together and you got to get a run oriented, a run heavy offense. Um, <clears throat> our receivers, I want to see them getting more plays where they can make yards after the catch if you know what I mean I've, it's been a, I don't know if, I don't, I don't want to be a nitpicker here but there's been a lot of catches this year with either Hollywood Brown or Mark Andrews or whoever where they have to make catches uh, even when they're wide open sometimes like acrobatic almost you know falling to the ground jumping high diving forward what I want to see is more catches where they catch it in rhythm in stride kind of like those Jer- Joe Montana Jerry Rice catches that were so famous he always caught the ball in stride that's why he was the king of yak yards after catch we got to start getting uh how especially someone like Hollywood Brown with so much speed we got to get him in, the, in a rhythm of catching the ball with speed in rhythm so he can just keep on moving make a step make a guy miss take it to the house he hasn't had a lot of those opportunities Either has uh, well, really anyone on the team, but we got to start making that a, a high onus. And if we run the ball well, play action pass, we can get guys in space, and if we can get 
Lamar Jackson to hit these guys in a rhythm where they can catch the ball and do something with it, yards after catch should become a big factor. And that's going to come with David Culley and, and Greg Roman to make that happen. The pass coordinator is David Culley. So I put that on you. You know, but you got to you got to be in conjunction with Greg Roman, who is also who's the offense coordinator. And you got to be able to figure out how to most effectively use Lamar Jackson and protect him to to maximize his skills. His skills is play action pass, hit the wide open guy and then occasional runs here and there. Um, That's pretty much everything, man. You know, the, the head coach for the Cincinnati Bengals is Zach Taylor. He's going to come out. And I, I feel like he's playing for his, his, his life here, his, uh, his, his, his career. I know he hasn't been there long, but you got a rookie quarterback that looks to be okay. It looks like he's going to be the future. You got to try to come up with wins somewhere. So I'm expecting them to bring the, the, the kitchen sink. And what I mean by that, trick plays, anything. Uh, flea flickers, end of rounds, wide receiver throwing the ball. We got to be ready for everything. But it doesn't make a difference if we run the ball and do time possession. That should be our key to every game. That should be our key to this game more than anything we have a team that is not you know not looked as that good we're 14 i mean we're 13 and a half point favorite maybe 12 now and you know vegas everybody expects us to dominate this game to dominate this game let's not go out here passing all over the place let's run the ball effectively let's get 30 to 40 carries let's 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 see if we can go heavy with edwards and diamonds being an average in 6.1 and 6.2 respectively and get those guys and, and 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 get those guys involved Time possession, run downhill, power, block these guys, and mix it up really well, and we should be well. Now, I just, I, uh, one thing I noticed here, I don't know if you guys know, our tight ends coach is Bobby Ingram now, and he became the tight end coach in, in 2019. He was a re, pre, previously our wide receivers coach from 2014 to 2018. Now, this may just be a nitpicking to me as well. I just, I just don't think he's that good of a uh, that great of a wide receivers coach. We didn't develop anybody. I know all the other teams like the. I always say no matter who Pittsburgh gets, they develop wide receivers. Our receivers have not really developed that well. Hollywood Brown, every receiver we had here that did well came here from somewhere else where he did well before. Steve Smith, Derek, uh, uh, Anquan Bolden, Derek Mason. These guys came from other teams and they produced here. But they were producing before they got here. We don't. We, Torrey Smith might be the best example. He wasn't really great. Had a lot of pass in the first plays. He caught that, that. He was able to draw because of his speed. Never kind of came down with that catch when you wanted him to. Perman looks like he's done better with other teams. Cleveland, the Jets, Tampa Bay than what he's done when he was here with us. Uh, Mark Clayton we had back in the day never quite developed. And I know you're thinking, what does have to do with this week? Uh, because this is also a week where we need to start getting Boykins involved. Let's try to see, can we, I mean, granted, he's got a couple of catches this year, not many, but we need to, this is one of those weeks where we can do some play action passes. Let's, let's intentionally get Boykins involved, uh, the young receivers involved. Let's go out of our way to make that happen. Um, reason being is when you're playing teams like this, is a chance for you to work on things, being especially if we didn't have a, a preseason. Um, this is a perfect time to work on some of those plays that you didn't get a chance to really work on against another team. Um, so by that being the case, this is the best chance that we're going to have. You know, this may, I don't want to say this really bad of a team, but this might be the worst team we're going to play for a while. So we want to we get those guys involved and 
you know, when I say those guys, like, you know, we already, Willie Sneed is, is pretty good. We've had no problem with really work on him. Hollywood Brown, we know how good he is and how dynamic he is already. So, we, we know, these guys we don't have to worry about. But if Chris Moore should play, I don't think it's going to play. He's kind of already made as well. He's been out because of health reasons. But if he plays, let's get him the ball. Mike Miles Boykins, definitely. Devin DuVernay. Uh, and even James uh, Approach, who is our kick return guy. If you're going to get these guys in, this is a good week to do it. Once we get established that dominant lead with the running game, early in the game, late in the game, let's get those guys involved. See if we can't get some plays where we fake the run, get those guys in space running after the ball, see if they can create, see what we got there. Let's try to develop some wide receivers for a change. Let's improve wide receivers. Like I said, we don't have a history of doing it. Everybody that goes through Pittsburgh seems to become a star receiver. They may go somewhere else and not pan out. But while they're with Big Ben and in Pittsburgh, they become good receivers, quality receivers. Some of them, a lot of them make the Pro Bowl. We need to start doing that ourselves. So um, that's pretty much it. I, I expect myself, Ravens, to win this game handily. I think, we're, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Um, I think it's going to be a game we may end up getting like 38 points, maybe even 40. I think it's a game we can get like 43 points or so. And I think they'll end up getting like 20. I think they'll, they may score one early. Then it'll be a long game, but then we'll we'll let we'll 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 uh kind of get that bend but don't break defense going in the second half like we tend to do. Sometimes we got a big lead, and I think they'll end up with like 20 points, believe it or not. So that's why I think we're gonna, they're gonna go past that uh 50, they're over under mark. So let me know what you guys think. Once again, it's your boy Roscoe Squeeze Off of the Roscoe Squeeze Off part, Roscoe Squeeze Off the podcast, world's foremost authority in all things that matter. Talking about my favorite thing to talk about today, the Baltimore Ravens. All right, until next time, reach out to me anytime. I'm on every social media. Just click on the link, and you you can get to me all type of ways. Talk to you soon. Peace.